Welcome to Teaching Channel Talks. Every other week, I'll be talking to expert educators about how to best address the most challenging issues in education. This week's topic is of particular interest as we focus on new teachers. I'm your host, Wendy Amato. This week, I'm joined by Keely Keller, Director of Professional Programs for Learners Edge, and Amy Anderson, Director of Curriculum and Instruction for iTeach. Keely, start me off, please tell me a little bit about your background and why new teacher support is of importance to you. Yes, so uh, my background was special education. I was a teacher for 11 years and then went into special education administration and then discovered through that during a lot of trainings that I would put on that I just loved walking alongside of teachers in support of them. Um, and I also was watching how quickly and easily teachers were burning out because of a lack of support. Those are real things. Amy, tell me a little bit about your background and what inspires you as you think about new teachers. Absolutely. I started my career as a math teacher for nine years and then switched over to a math coach for two and then assistant principal for two and I'm director of CNI at iTeach. And what inspires me about supporting new teachers is uh, they start with so much enthusiasm and they're so excited and they want to support the students. They want to make a difference. And I just want to come alongside them and help them make that happen. Give them the tools that they need, the mentors for support so they can continue to make the difference that they want to make for years to come. Amy, you had a leadership role in education before transitioning to your new position at iTeach. Talk to me about the new teachers that, that you worked with through their induction and uh, the kinds of supports that you knew were essential to them. I had several brand new teachers that were under my wing. I supported Algebra 1 Geometry and Advanced Academics. Many of them were working on their alternative certification program at the time. So I was able to come alongside them and support them. Um, lots of the things that I noticed, the trends were their, their primary concern was making sure that they were delivering the correct content, making sure that they were answering questions correctly. And sometimes some of the more important aspects such as building relationships with your students and using parents as a resource and partner for student success were a little bit overlooked. So we were able to um, integrate some of those topics into our PLCs and together as a collaborative team develop strategies for building classroom community and bringing parental involvement into the classroom that seemed to make a difference with my, the teachers that I supported. Keely, that parent piece is probably something that's a recommendation uh, that you've seen and that you recommend to newer teachers. Uh, any, any thoughts about that? Yeah, I think really it's, it's one of the first things that educators need to do with their classroom or in their role is to really get in touch with the families and the people that are supporting the students. You know, find the commonalities, find the common interests, and really continue to let those families know that the, the student is the center of, of your being, of why you were there as a teacher to make sure that the child gets what they need um, and that more of that can be done and things can be more effective if in fact the teacher and the parent and the family are all on the same page. Mm -hmm. I always advised my student teachers and, and coworkers to make sure that the first interaction with a family is a positive one. And uh, I, Amy, do you have any examples or stories from, from positive interactions? I encouraged my teachers to send an email before school even started, just oodling with positivity and how excited that they are to be in the supportive role for their student. Um, how thrilled they are for the opportunity, how there's no place else they'd rather be, and their, that their student's success is that teacher's primary concern. 
So please reach out with any specifics, anything you know that I can do to help support your student. We are in this together and your student is going to be successful. When you send those emails out, um, it's the very first touch that they have with you as their student's teacher. It's going to set them so at ease. Um, as you progress through the year, you can um, send emails weekly is what I advise my teachers to do and share nuggets of greatness that had happened during that week. Um, there's so many things that you can do. You can reach out to parents individually, especially if there's a student that has a history of maybe less than positive interactions with the public school system or school system. Definitely reach out. Your student did this today and it was so amazing. I wish you could have seen it. Those kind of things go a long way. Now you are a positive topic at the dinner table. And more than anything, that parent feels so warm that they have a partner for their student's success. We are all in this together. Our, the, the end is the same, student success. And when you're able to do that, that pays dividends for when you do have to reach out for there is a concern. Um, you, they know where you are. They know where your perspective is. And that is for that student to be successful and how much you care. What other kinds of tools and uh, resources are priority items for you, Keely, when you think about supporting new educators? Are there specific instruments that you want to put in every teacher's hands? The first thing is a mentor, um, whether that be a mentor that the new teacher identifies themselves and works to kind of develop a relationship with that mentor, or it's a mentor that's assigned to them through the school district or the building that they're working in. Accessing people that have been there and just being transparent and honest with them saying, hey, I have this situation. I'm not exactly sure how to do this. I really need some mentorship right now. Can you assist with this or what would you have done in the past? And so I think my piece of advice for new teachers is to reach out. Don't be afraid to ask questions because the vast majority of, of educators want to assist people coming into the profession. Keely, you mentioned Cultivate, and I think the full title is Cultivate, a program for new teachers. Can you tell a little bit about the structure of that program and, and what the benefits are? Sure. The structure of the program is a blended learning offering that comes with the walking alongside of the teacher that we really believe in. There'll be synchronous information during a webinar style monthly session. And we'll do that every month and we align our topics with the school year calendar. And then there'll also be asynchronous content that teachers can access at the ready and they can decide how deeply they want to engage in those resources and activities. Amy, we've talked about coaches and mentors, Keeley's program gets experienced teachers um, in connection with the new teachers in the Cultivate program. What are some kinds of topics and outcomes that you expect from conversations like that and, and those interactions? It's such a, a wonderful opportunity to be a coach for a teacher because you really are a coach just like you would be like an athletic coach thinking about um, visualization as the educator, visiting with the new teacher, thinking when you, why are you here? Why did you wanna be an educator? Really crystallize that visualization of the educator that you wanna be and hold tight to that. Also tempering it with reality and some things that happen. For, for example, I'm thinking about um, a, a brand new teacher coming in and, and they have this great idea and they wanna give all this wonderful feedback and it's important to them and they know it's making a difference and their students are learning and it's wonderful. And, and they look out and they're, they're noticing that there may be some other teachers that just seem to 
to leave, like right when they're able to leave and, and the new teacher's there and, and she's still grading and she's thinking, is this, is this right? Should I be doing this? And I just want to encourage new teachers and coaches would do this too. Yes. Uh, being a teacher is hard. It takes really good work and being the great teacher that you want to be may take a little more time at the beginning, but you'll get your groove. You'll figure it out. You'll figure out more efficient ways of getting the, the, the job done, but don't, but don't give in to that. You be true to you and the kind of teacher that you want to be. Those kinds of conversations are the ones that the coaches can have to really help align the reality with the teacher's vision um, of impacting student learning. Can we all talk a little bit about what that looks like? Is it, um, uh, is it the after school casual conversation, one teacher leaning into the doorway of another teacher's classroom? Is it early morning coffee? I'd be a fan of that. Uh, what, what does mentorship look like? What does it mean to be a coach for a new person joining our profession? Mentorship is a relationship. And in order to have transparency and real honest relationships between the new teacher and the mentor, uh, the mentor needs to lean in to that new teacher and find out how, how that teacher is feeling that day, what their particular needs are, like to what Keely was speaking about, and then come alongside that teacher to help that teacher grow. But it's not going to happen unless the relationship is built. So I, I am not above texting one of the teachers I'm supporting. How can I support you today? How can I love you today? Oh, I would just kill for a Starbucks. Okay, well, what do you want? <laughs> you know, those kind of things, this, this go a long way with new teachers really like, okay, this is somebody that I can trust. I can be honest. I can say, I think I'm failing today in these really honest, really heartfelt pleas for help. Um, those will come out if the relationship is built. It's not any different with your students, with your the parents that you're dealing with. It's the same way. You just have to find out what that teacher particularly needs. And then like be real pragmatic, like what specifics on your your evaluation tool are we working on? Maybe observing that your new teacher just hanging out in the classroom, picking up on some things. Then you can say, oh, you were great at this, 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 and tell me what you think about this. And sometimes teachers know exactly what they need to work on. And sometimes they're just kind of not sure. Everything is just kind of a, a big pile and they're just not sure where to start. But that relationship to me is very important. I love asking teachers if there are areas they're working on because as you've noted, sometimes they don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes their answer may surprise you where they are trying to address something that's very specific, that's important to them. It may not have been at the top of your list as a classroom observer or as a feedback provider or as an assigned coach. And um, asking questions can be important in creating the relationships and, and providing the feedback that's gonna make a long-term difference. What am I missing in thinking about this relationship as, a, as a, an essential support for newer teachers? Well, I think it's important to think about mentorships, but I also think it's important for new teachers to start to understand how to build their own support network. And so if they can, you know, befriend other co-new teachers um, or just, you know, grade level teachers, it doesn't always have to be the mentor, right? So I think one of the ways to combat burnout is to build out a support system and so that new teacher, not just a mentor, but also who are your supporters? Who, who are the people that are gonna keep you, as Amy said, pushing toward the ultimate goal of being the very best teacher and helping you improve? Um, having access to other new teachers who are feeling very much the same thing as a newer teacher in a classroom is impactful as well. Mm, I completely agree. 
can I add a little bit to that? I was thinking about what you said and a recent experience I had and that how important uh, building community and creating a, not just a sense, but true belonging in a classroom is, it's the same importance for a new teacher. And that might come maybe from your grade level team, maybe the, the teachers that are just teaching around you, maybe they're not even teaching your same content, but they're the ones you're hanging out in the hall with, you know, every day reaching out and saying, you know, hey, you, do you wanna go bowling? That's what uh, the team did where I recently was from. Next thing you know, they're, they're bowling, their whole families are joining and they're going bowling on Saturdays, you know, with, with their kids and everything. And that creates a place of really true support where they know you and you belong in that hallway, in that classroom. And it's, you are, you're free to be a learner that makes mistakes, just like the environment we're trying to create for our students in the classroom. And you become someone that's known. And I think that that really is such a value added for our teachers. We just don't want them feeling like they're all by themselves. And maybe they only have one mentor. You want them to be part of a community of learners that offers support ongoing. What piece of advice do you wish someone had given to you in your first year that you learned on your own too late? For me, it was all about developing consistency and routine in the classroom and how doing that proactively leads to just easier things as you move throughout the, the day and the year even. Once you have that consistency and that routine developed in your classroom and students no longer have to think about what's happening next, they can really start to learn and you can really start to teach. That's great. Yeah, reduce the cognitive load and focus on the new material instead of the how-to of being in the classroom. Great one. Amy? It took me three years to becoming a teacher to realize I couldn't do it by myself. And what I mean by that is here I am at the front of the room creating these great lessons, direct teach, way too teacher centered. And I'm trying, okay, here it is. And I'm, I'm trying to hop around to all the kids to make sure they understand it, checking their work. Okay. 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 We're good. Then I get back to the front. Okay. Now here's the next thing. And I realize, hold up a second. If we're student centered, why can't I put them in pods of three or four? Why can't, why can't I um, differentiate the learning styles and levels within those groups, um, create roles, give them some autonomy and help them become a collaborative community of learners. That was the lotto in the classroom. Let me tell you, all of a sudden now I'm the facilitator of the learning rather than the, the deliverer of everything. And I, I'm still walking around and offering support, but it's more of a question and answer. Then the students come, um, they feel just so empowered by that piece. And then they're able to share and present their learning and their thinking that their little small group was able to put together. And um, it, it takes a little more front loading, a little more real pre-thought on the teacher. But those were the days where I'm like, yes, this, this is what I thought it would feel like to be a great teacher because it wasn't me teaching, it was the kids learning. And I was like, score. But it took me three years to figure that out. That's a long time. <laughs> Those two examples are exactly why I'm so happy to be in this conversation with each of you as we think about how to support those entering the, the teaching profession. Thank you for those. Keely and Amy, you are each incredible resources to the education community. And I'm grateful to have shared a conversation with you. Thank you for helping everyone to learn about some specifics 
to support new colleagues. To my fellow educators listening to the podcast, thank you for joining this week. You can find the links that we've discussed in the show notes or at teachingchannel.com slash podcast. If you want to learn more about Cultivate, a program for new teachers, or to register, go to teachingchannel.com slash cultivate. And if you leave us a rating and review on whatever podcast listening app you use, it will help more educators to find us. See you in two weeks with another episode. Thanks for listening. 